you know, you can hear like the voices in the back of your head, like, I'm not worth it. I'm not worth $5,000 a month. I'm not worthy of making $10,000 a month. $20,000 a month seems to be the plateau for a lot of people. And it's like, I I can't, I'm not worthy of making more than $20,000 a month because that's a bad thing. Money's evil. And even though you know it's not, it's subconsciously programmed into the back of your head. You can hear your parents' voices. You ever felt that way? You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and we are on episode number 43. Welcome back to the program. I am I'm actually going to get pretty real with you here on this episode here today. I want to talk to you about your limiting beliefs of money and my limiting beliefs of money and the limiting beliefs that I've seen from so many people out there that subconsciously, whether they want to believe this or not, they believe that money is a bad thing or they believe that they're not worthy of achieving uh, over a certain amount of money per month or in their lifetime. And uh, it's a lot of uh, limiting beliefs that I have seen in myself and these things that I've had to get over. And I wanna go through this in a way and not just talk about uh, the limiting beliefs themselves, but I wanna talk about how beliefs themselves are formed and what needs to happen in order for you to overcome a belief because it's not just a simple just get over it thing. In fact, it's much more deep than that. It's actually at a a scientific like psychological level between your mind and your body and there's a chemistry that goes on in there and there's things that are firing and when you understand this, uh, a lot more things kind of fall into place. So I want to kind of tell you my personal story and, and, and hopefully you guys can relate to this as well because I think, at least in my experience as I've been talking to a lot of people, I think a lot of people go through something similar to this. When I first got started into entrepreneurship, I had never made more than uh, $2,000 a month. And my paycheck was after, you know, after I got like taxes taken out or whatever, my paycheck was about $540 a week in my last job, which comes out to about what, $2,160 a month is that, and that's what I made. And I watched my dad work his absolute butt off my entire life for, you know, not, you didn't make a million bucks, right? Like my dad made some decent money, but I watched people around me work way harder than me at the time and, and, and very, very hard and only make a, maybe a six figure salary, oops, or an $80,000 salary or you know, $60,000 salary working hard. And so in my head, I had been programmed my whole life to think that making a lot of money took a lot of work. And so you know, when I was younger, I was like, I'm gonna make a lot of money, right? And, and maybe when you were a kid, you thought this too, I'm gonna make a lot of money, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna build a business, I'm gonna chase my dreams, do whatever it was. But the problem was, is when I got to building my dreams, I ran into the biggest roadblock of them all. And it wasn't 
a roadblock of information. It wasn't a roadblock of not knowing what to sell or how to sell it. It was a roadblock that said, I'm not worthy. It was a roadblock that in the back of my mind, if I made a lot of money, I was evil. And I could hear my, you know, my parents or my grandparents' voices in the back of my head going, you're chasing money. That's evil. That's wrong. You can't do that. And I would get to these points and, you know, at the beginning I was, I felt guilty of even making like, you know, charging $500 for my services. And, you know, that was at the beginning. I was like, no one's going to pay me $500. I'm not worthy of $500. And I remember like very, very, uh, I remember very clearly sitting there on my bed and there's an apartment I lived in Fort Wayne, Indiana and on Abbey Drive, uh, two, I, I can't remember my address, but it was like 2425 or something like that, Abbey Drive. And it was a one bedroom. And I remember sitting in my bedroom on the phone with this guy who was kind of mentoring me. And he's like, dude, charge more. And I remember literally sitting there listening to him on the phone and thinking, I'm not worth it. I don't deserve that much money. And it was like $500. And so I, like, I got to this point where I was like going through and, and I was telling myself all these limiting beliefs. And eventually, you know, I overcame those. But I didn't understand how because... All of a sudden, one day, I woke up and I was like making like $3,000 a month. And I was like, wow, that's $1,000 more a month than I used to be making. And then, you know, six months later or a year later, I was making like $10,000 a month. And then like sometime early-ish last year, eh, probably, I don't, I don't remember the exact time frame, I was cruising along making about $20,000 a month and I got stuck there. And so many entrepreneurs do. All right. So many entrepreneurs self-sabotage themselves from making more money than $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month. Or there's some, there's something, it tends to seem in, in my experience, it tends to happen about that, that $20,000 a month mark where they self-sabotage and they can never get over it. And I was there and I was there for the longest time. And I remember watching so many different videos, trying to figure out how I was going to get over it. And I thought it was a, you know, maybe if I started Facebook ads or, um, maybe if I, uh, you, you know, had a better offer or a better product and no matter what I tried, I couldn't get over this, this like hump. And I was like, well, how do I, how was I able to get from $2,000 a month to where I'm at now? Like, how was I initially able to overcome that belief? What happened in my life that allowed me to remove this limiting belief that money was bad from $500 to $1,000, and then from $1,000 to $3,000, and then from $3,000 to $5,000, and then $5,000 to $10,000, and then $10,000 to $20,000, but now I'm stuck here. What's happened before? Because every single time I would make more money, I remember like, I, I, I was like maybe March, April of last year. I don't know. We were like, I was off to like a really good start. Like that month in the first like week, I'd made $20,000. And I was like, I'm gonna crush it. I'm finally gonna make, you know, have my first like 60 or $70,000 a month. I remember like doing the math. I'm like, I'm gonna crush it. And you know how much money I made that month? Like $23,000. I self-sabotaged. I couldn't get over it. And I was like, how? how? Like what's going on? And what's interesting is I actually started to study the psychology that happens when you, like in your brain that goes on during this time and how beliefs are made. Because what I realized was the limiting beliefs that I was having, the things that were going on, or the things that were going on, why I was self-sabotaging was a belief issue. And I was like, well, how do I overcome the false belief that making more than $20,000 a month is a bad thing? I couldn't figure out how to solve that issue. And then I started studying how beliefs 
were formed. And I started studying like what actually goes on in your mind. And this is about the time that I had my nervous breakdown in life and that I, you know, like went through and started studying like psychocybernetics and mindset stuff and, um, you know, through this entire path and eventually led to quantum physics and all this other stuff, right? And so I started studying this. And what was fascinating to me is I learned how beliefs are actually formed. Now, just because you have a belief does not make that belief true. We all know that, right? We know, some of us in our own lives know that like, mm, I know that this, like, that this belief isn't true, but, but I, I believe it down there. Money is the perfect example. I know it's not wrong to make over $20,000 a month, but I know it's there. And what we have to remember is that as I started studying this, beliefs are like energy saving shortcuts in modeling and kind of predicting our environment. So basically, when we form a belief, our brain goes and says, okay, we had this experience happen, all right? So this, this experience happened and we felt certain emotions. And this is key, okay? Emotions play a huge role into this. And so your brain forms this pattern or this belief through the emotions that take place during a certain circumstance. And then it forms that belief. And your mind, your brain literally sends out like chemicals, like like little things in your body. I don't know what they're called. It's like, it's like a chemical in your body. It fires and sends it down to your body so that you feel a certain way when a certain thing happens or when a certain belief pops up, you feel like, Oh, I know this means this. I know that making more than $20,000 a month is evil because my body feels this way because your brain is giving off these these uh, like this chemist these chemicals in your body that's telling your body to to act a certain way. So your brain is like, oh, you've made twenty thousand dollars a month this month. Great, send off all the things in your brain that say, no more. You're not worthy. You you can't make any more of that. And it's actually like a, a, a chemical reaction that goes off in your body. And so I was like, okay, so. My brain believes one thing, and no matter how hard I try in my body to do something different, my brain is like sending off so many chemicals, and the more I try to fight it, the more the brain goes, no, 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 you can't, like, you don't get to do this because this is the belief that you formed. And so, like, your brain and your body try to stay in alignment as much as possible, and so in order to do that, willpower of your body is not enough to overcome the chemicals of the brain because it just keeps firing them. And so I started realizing this and I was like, oh my gosh, how do you, like, how am I ever going to overcome this if my brain is firing off chemicals? And so then I started studying how belief patterns work. And this was very fascinating, how beliefs are formed and how to override and put in a new belief pattern. Because as I was sitting there on the couch last year on the floor crying and trying to figure out how I was ever going to make more than $20,000 in a month because I was stuck and I couldn't get over it. And maybe you've been there. Maybe your number is 1,000 a month or 5,000 or 10,000, whatever that number is. And by the way, feel free to hit me up in, in, in the DM on Instagram, at Josh40. I'd love to hear where you guys are at with this and if this is making sense. But as I sat there, I was like, okay, how does a belief work? Now, I wish I had a longer amount of time to kind of explain it. And maybe I can go into this on a further episode. But Essentially, what happens in your brain is when you have, when you form a belief, a belief is tied to an emotion, okay? So something happens and you feel a certain way or a certain emotion in that time when it happens. 
And then your brain now registers that as a belief that says, I experienced this emotion or I was told this emotion, somehow I felt this way and I tie this belief pattern with this emotion. And then your brain knows, send off the chemicals that make you feel that emotion whenever you think about that. So I go, okay, well, if that's how a belief pattern is formed, then how do I change my belief pattern? And the only way to change a belief pattern is, let me make sure I got this right. You've got to overwrite the current belief pattern by having a new perspective on said belief that brings with it a stronger emotion than you currently associate with your current belief pattern. Let me say that again because that might have been complicated, okay? So you've got this belief pattern. And let's say, for example, I'm just going to use the $20,000 a month example, okay? I make $20,000 a month. I cannot get over that hump. If that's where you're at right now, listening to this podcast, you're like, okay, I can't do this. Your Let's say you're my age. I'm just going to use me as an example. This was me like, I don't know, eight months ago, nine months ago, whatever it was. So I couldn't get over this $20,000 a month hump, right? I believed that I couldn't, I wasn't worthy of making over $20,000 a month. That was my perspective. That was my belief. In order for that belief to change, I have to have a new perspective, all right? Now, when you go to a conference, when you go to maybe hire a mentor, maybe you're around some people and your perspective totally changes, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so worth more. I mean, like I could totally make $20,000 a month. This person over here is charging 100,000 for this. This person over here is spending millions. This person here, and you like get a whole brand new perspective. And you're like, I can totally do this. And then you go back to your house and guess what? You're still stuck in your own ways. Why? Because perspective alone is not enough. The perspective has to also have an emotion with it. And that emotion has to be stronger than the emotion that you currently associate with the belief. But what you also have to take into remembrance is that if I'm 25 years old and I've had a belief about money since I was, let's say the first time I had a belief about money was when I was eight years old. And that belief has stayed the same from the time I was eight years old to the time I was 25. I now have 17 years worth of emotion that has been associated with money in that way, in a negative, like I'm not worth more than 20,000 a month, or I'm not worth more than, you know, I can't make money without working for it, whatever your false belief about this is. And so that new perspective, you also have to experience that emotion that overrides that one. Well, when you're fighting against 10, 15, 20 years of this in your brain and you're like wired that way, that emotion, one emotion is usually not enough. One experience, unless it is a overwhelming. And this is why, this is why like trauma in people's lives is what usually will bring about change because trauma brings a mass emotion. So like, for example, when my brother died just two weeks ago, all right, there were things in my life that I was struggling with to understand, beliefs that I had that I was trying to get over that when he died, I no longer struggle with them. And there are different things that I did not used to struggle with that now that I do. Why? Because my perspective changed and not only did my perspective change, my emotion that was associated with that perspective was so strong that it overrode all of the old emotion that I believe on certain things. Some for the good, some for the bad. Some things that I used to care about heavily, I don't give a crap about anymore. And some things that I used to be so certain of 
about certain things about love and God and this or whatever. Now I question because, oh my gosh, I have a, had a perspective change and I've had an emotional thing. So there's two parts of this, all right? There's two parts of understanding. In order for your mindset to change on, in this example case that we're using here, money, you've got to have a money perspective change and a money emotional change. And then when your brain experiences that new perspective and that new emotion, now it goes and it goes, okay, new emotion that was stronger than it, I feel this way, now I'm going to associate this belief pattern with that emotion. So when I go and I you know, think of death, I didn't have anything to relate that to personally until my brother died. And now when I think of death, I think, oh my God, my brother's died. And that's the emotion that I associate with that. Or like loving people, I associate that differently. Or why God does certain things, I associate differently. Why? Because my belief changed, because my perspective and my emotions changed. And so when it comes to you making money or not feeling worthy about something, I'm using money because I think it's a very important topic. It's something that I very much struggled with. And I look at other entrepreneurs, it's sad because they're limiting their own beliefs because their emotions and their perspective on what they've been doing has been wired so hard. And your emotions can be tied back to your grandparents, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your best friends, telling you that you're not good enough, telling you that you're never gonna make it, telling you that, and this was the big one for me, if you make a lot of money, it's evil, right? In my head, when I grew up, I grew up without money at all. Like we were really, I don't wanna say really poor, poor, but we were pretty, like we didn't have, have any money. Like we were pretty, pretty poor. And when I would go and I would look at rich people, rich people in my mind were, were jerks. Rich people were not caring people, were not loving people. And so growing up, I had this emotion with that and this association. And in order for me to get over this hump, I had to rewire my mind through emotion and perspective. So how did I do that? For me, the solution, the answer to this was getting around successful people that were good people and having an emotional connection with them. So for example, when I would go to masterminds and I would hang out with rich people that were really caring and that also took a genuine interest in me, all of the sudden, I the, like the emotions that I felt around that person started to chip away at the emotions that I had about money growing up. And those things started to override those emotions. So my perspective started to believe or to, to, to change. I had emotions associated with that and my belief started to shift and I was able to lift that barrier, right? So these things all are going on back in your mind. So you've got to, and, and, and I'm not an expert at, at overcoming and fixing this yet. I'm still figuring it out, right? I still have my own limiting beliefs about money and about this and about that. We're probably gonna have our best month ever in business this month right? You know, this month we're, we've already done just, it's awesome. We're working on, you know, a contract where it's a quarter million dollar a month in, in spend contract. And I was like thinking about this as I was sitting there, I was like, if you would have told me that two years ago, I was going to be working on like budgets and things this size, I've been like, you're crazy. Why? Because my beliefs were different back then than they are now because my perspective and my emotional experience hadn't shifted yet. And so what I would encourage you to do is if you're struggling with this, if you are like, man, I don't feel worthy. I don't deserve this. You've got to figure out what emotions that you've had, what experiences that you have had that those negative emotions are tied to. And you've got to 
figure out ways to rewrite those. For me, it was getting around other people that were successful, that had money, and that cared. Because now, in my mind, I go, oh my gosh, you can be rich, you can be successful, and you can care. You don't have to be a jerk, right? In my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that's a thing? Because I saw, and I don't want to give you know, names or whatever, because you know, I still love the people very dearly, but like, I saw successful rich people that were even close to me that weren't that way. And so for you, whatever it is that's holding you back, do whatever it takes to get around those. Never underestimate the power of association and of masterminds and of, and of getting around the right type of people, of relationships. This is why your circle is so important. This is why hanging out with the right people is so important. And so for me, this limiting belief mindset, what I had to do is I had to take a step back and I had to get out of my own head and I had to look around and go, is this, is this worth it? Am I worth it? And then I would ask myself that question. And when I took a step back and looked around, I would go, oh my gosh, I am worth it. People will pay me for this. I do deserve this because I put in the work. I have worked hard for this. This isn't evil. This isn't bad. But only when I took a step back, only when I've shifted my perspective and the emotions associated with that perspective, only when all those things fell into place did that start to change for me. And so I want to encourage you the next time that you're struggling with these limiting beliefs, the next time that you're struggling with making money or self-sabotaging because you don't feel like you're worth it, don't beat yourself up over that. But instead, take a step back and go, okay, why do I feel this way? What has happened in my past that has led me to believe this? And figure out why you have experienced the emotions that you have. And it's not easy. But once you start to search and once you start to identify and once you start to take action in that direction, that's when your life will begin to change. It's not going to happen overnight. There are some beliefs that you have that are so deeply ingrained in you that they're going to take months, years, sometimes even decades maybe to reprogram fully so that you never struggle with them again. But it's not going to change at all if you stay right where you're at. And so start that searching process. Start asking yourself the questions and then do whatever it takes to reprogram that, to get a fresh perspective and experience emotion in that perspective. Because emotion plays such a key role in this. It is the key. It is the answer. So like, don't, how do I say this? Understand that it's not just willpower that's going to make a difference, that you've got to have fresh perspective and you've got to rewrite your emotions because when you rewrite your emotions with fresh perspective, that's how you rewrite your beliefs, all right? All right, guys, if you have any questions on this, I would love to answer them for you. Hit me up on Instagram at Josh Forty, J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I, and I'd be happy to hit him, uh, happy to, uh, like I said, answer the questions. Hit me up in the DM on there. I hope this helps. This really has helped me. And the more I hang out with successful people, the more I become like them, the more I become okay with making a lot of money, the more I accept that I am worthy of that and that I can deserve that because my beliefs start to change and my beliefs start to change because my perspective starts to change and my perspective changes and then I have emotions that associate with that because I'm constantly looking for new perspectives. And if I continue to look for new perspectives, it's virtually impossible that I don't have emotions associate with that. And when I find ones that 
are in alignment with where I want to be at, I double down on that so that those emotions can start chipping away at the emotions that I don't want to have so that I can start changing the beliefs that I don't want to have. All right? All right, guys, as always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. Do something kind for someone today. Love someone today. Smile. Pay for someone's gas. Pay for someone's meal. If you can't do it with money, just smile and help someone. That's how we make the world a better place. I love you all, and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.